MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are off and running in the city of the NFL draft. That gentleman right there. 23 years ago, heard his name called in the NFL draft. I was I was assuming that you were going to get the call to make some picks today, but I guess Simeon Rice got the uh, answer to his phone yeah, first. Yeah, I think it was Simeon, and then it was uh, Titus O'Neal. Okay, I, I was think, driving uh, for the second it's one. Titus's birthday, so I'm cool with that. I mean, I, I thought maybe yeah. maybe you get the. You must have not answered your phone. Maybe they don't like me. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe you're betting too much hockey. They were like, ah, hey, Sean, Maybe they just don't like me. Sean's going to be busy. I mean, it's been a lot of second-round picks since I retired. I have not announced <laughs> one of them yet. And you're here. You live in Las Vegas. Yeah, maybe Could have saved on some travel costs. Some dislike. All right, 41 to 41 uh, in game number six between Memphis and Minnesota. Big news in the NBA world with Joel Embiid out for game one and maybe the foreseeable future for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers as he has a fractured orbital bone. And that series price is off the board everywhere you are looking for it. So some big news there, which we will get to. Uh, we will have the crew, our normal Friday crew, in at in the top of the next hour. So Derek Stevens, mm-hmm. Banksy, and Big Balls, our normal Friday crew. We push them back an hour. Uh, The one and only Stormy Bonatoni, she will join us in studio coming up bottom of the hour. She was out at Stadium Swim uh, during primetime action. 
as she talked to Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, we saw him last night enjoying himself, celebrating. Yeah, man, good and, time. Good uh, vibes. Fifth overall pick, so yeah. uh, big run for him. But it took until pick 74, Sean, to see the second quarterback go. And I don't mean to laugh. I feel bad for some of these young men. Why? And Desmond Ritter, if you had him as the second quarterback to be selected, you cast yourself a 4-1 to one ticket because Malik Willis is still on the board. Someone who once upon a time opened, Sean, with an over-under of nine and a half is now still on the board for the NFL draft. Uh, let's start first and foremost, though, with Desmond Ritter, the, the second quarterback off the board. He goes to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Atlanta was one of those teams rumored maybe at eight, but felt like, eh, probably too rich and and honestly, they have to look themselves in the mirror and recognize we're probably going to stink this upcoming year. So they go Drake London. They get Arnold Ibikiti, the edge rusher out of Penn State. They get Troy Anderson, the inside backer from Montana State. He's a pretty good player. And then they get Desmond Ritter uh, in the third round. I think the third round, would you say, is a fair – because you didn't have a first-round grade on anybody. I didn't. But would you say third round is a fair time – just thinking back to your evaluations yeah, to select Desmond Ritter. Absolutely. I mean, you're still talking about only one-year production. Right. And for his level of athleticism, you're still talking about a guy who only ran for 355 yards. So coming into this final season, I mean, he never thrown for 20 touchdowns or over 2,400 yards in three years as a starter in any particular season. So I think the messaging that the NFL is giving these college quarterbacks, listen, guys, you got to get your – resume together it can't be this i'm a mediocre average quarterback for three years and all of a sudden I have a big season then we're going to take you in the first round so i like the message that's being sent also i like the fact that third round is okay you got to make the team yeah like there's not enough money invested where you're automatically given anything and i think all of these guys need that to become the best version of themselves they all need to be put in a pressure situation where they have to improve every day because they all have major improvements that are necessary to become a quality starting quarterback in that league. So hopefully, or not hopefully, but the guys that process success and failure the right way are the guys that are going to excel coming out of this draft and the guys that feel sorry for themselves that they won't succeed. Let me ask you this question. So Indianapolis <laughs> is going to be on the clock here shortly. Uh, they went with Alec Pierce, with mm -hmm. the 53rd pick. By the way, I said yesterday on the show that Alec Pierce would be a Green Bay Packer. The Green Bay Packers own the 53rd pick. So I get like half credit. So he went in the spot, but they traded up and oh, got Christian, Christian Watson. Watson. So, that's a brilliant move. So real quickly, I, actually, before we get to what the Colts may do here in a couple picks, I actually really like this draft mm -hmm. for the Green Bay Packers. Christian Watson, as you discussed in length earlier in the draft process, and I retweeted that video, mm -hmm. is a 6'4", 210-pound freaky athlete, right? Right. Four three six at the Combine. Uh, went down to the Senior Bowl, productive, had a bit of a hamstring injury his, uh, his final season there at North Dakota State. But everybody was losing their mind over the Green Bay Packers. I saw a couple people that I, that I respect have, you know, pretty good opinions. Say, I, how, how could they not draft a wide receiver at 22 and 28? Right. Well, guess what just happened, Sean? They got a starter in Quay Walker. Mm -hmm. They got another starter in Devontae Wyatt. Right. And then no receiver went during that time frame. And they pinpointed Christian Watson. They traded their two second-round picks. At one of them they acquired from the Devontae Adams deal. And they got Christian Watson. So they got two defensive starters 
They didn't reach for Christian Watson in the first round, and then they go get Christian Watson at 34. Clearly, the price was too much to go up to get one of those top receivers. They waited patiently, and I actually like what Brian Gutekunst did here with Green Bay to get Christian Watson, not reach for him in the first round, get two defensive starters and two guys I think both of us like from Georgia in Wyatt and uh, Walker. Yeah, I just think the Aaron Rodgers situation has exacerbated the situation in Green Bay, especially perceptually, where people don't have the right read on that organization. Outside of the Jordan Love selection, Green Bay has been excellent with their draft picks. They've done a great job of selecting guys, developing guys. They've become frontline Pro Bowl caliber starters in that organization. So I was one that never criticized Green Bay. I didn't mention Green Bay doing the wrong thing at all yesterday. Um, I think also what you're seeing is they're not going to get emotionally hijacked when it comes to enhancing their roster because the instant reaction would be, we have to give Aaron Rodgers help. But I think – they see the end of the road with Aaron Rodgers. Remember, that three-year extension is really three one-year deals in a lot of ways. And this is a guy that was hinting at retiring and wasn't sure if he was coming back. So I think Green Bay is making sure that their organization is in a position to excel post-Aaron Rodgers. If they happen to win a championship before he leaves, retires, gets traded, uh, that's fine. So I think they're a very competent organization, and they do the right thing. Well, if you look at their defense right now, by the way, the most recent selection, uh, a bit of a drop here for the defensive tackle out of UConn, Travis Jones. Some people thought he was going to be a second-round pick. I saw even a couple mocks late first. And wouldn't you know it, the Baltimore Ravens, who had a pretty good day yesterday with uh, Tyler Linderbaum, uh, plug-and-play center. They get a first-round pick for Hollywood Brown. They get uh, Kyle Hamilton. Now they get Travis Jones. Got Ojabo, too. Uh, yeah, David Ojabo coming off the uh, Achilles injury. Well, again, they're an organization that they're drafts extremely terrific well. Terrific organization. Wasn't, uh, I, I like where Jones was selected. I didn't think he was a plug-and-play guy. I thought he was probably more project potential than known production. And uh, good spot for him. Gets to go there, maybe be in that second rotation of defensive lineman, learn around some real pros, and, and hopefully reach his full potential. Going back to uh, – Going back to Green Bay as today. So yesterday the news came out mm-hmm. that the uh, Las Vegas Raiders did not pick up the option on any of their first-round picks smart. from 2018. Uh, I was a bit surprised about Josh Jacobs. No, that's smart. You get the best production out of a player when he's in his contract. Okay. Uh, but, the con- but the Packers picked up the options for both of their first-round picks in 2019. So you look at their defense right now. Kenny Clark, first-round pick, 2016. Mm-hmm. Rashawn Gary, uh, first-round pick 2019. Eric Stokes, first-round pick 2021. Darnell Savage, first-round pick 2019. Jair Alexander, first-round pick 2018. And now you've got two more first-round picks in Quay Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt. Uh, They've got uh, Preston Smith, who they got in free agency a couple years back from Washington. Devondre Campbell coming off of uh, a Pro Bowl caliber year. Adrian Amos is there. That defense is pretty stacked. I mean, their only issue is who is Lamar Jackson going to throw the ball to? I get it. I no, lo- no, I'm talking about uh, – I'm this is Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm talking about Green Bay. So, yeah. Uh, Even then, I mean, just change the name of the quarterback. Yeah. And that'll be the interesting thing. Because you have Watson. Aaron Jones there. So – You have Alan Lazard. You have an older Randall Cobb and even older Sammy Watkins. Robert Tunyon coming off injury. 
We're going to see. I would like to see. It's going to take some pivoting by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Because he's normally been a very impatient mm-hmm. kind of quarterback, not really willing to allow young guys to progress, you know, wanting to get guys that can do it right now. So this is, this is going to test him a little bit. This is going to be a testing season for, for the Green Bay quarterback. You like Christian Watson I love a lot. Christian Watson. Can he be an instant starter oh, absolutely. in Green Bay? Yeah. I don't like that he went there, but yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> you don't want him to play with Rodgers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most recent draft pick is in. The Colts have selected the uh, tackle Bernard Raman out of Central Michigan. Another guy that had some buzz, Sean, of maybe being a first-round pick uh, started to drop. The other Central Michigan guy went in the second round mm-hmm. uh, ahead of him, who I think bumps into guard uh, wherever he lands. But the uh, the Colts uh, end up selecting Ramen uh, out of Central Michigan. Shout out to uh, – that's the guy that was at Florida, right? That's the head coach of Central Michigan. Uh, McElwain. Yeah, he's doing some good recruiting, I see. Two old linemen selected first three rounds of the draft. That's pretty so big. So Indianapolis, after an offseason of uh, getting rid of Carson Wentz, Bringing in Matt Ryan have gone offense from the jump. Alec Pierce with the 53rd pick, the wide receiver from Cincinnati. That's smart. It's a good pickup for them. Uh, Jelani Woods, the tight end from Virginia. And then just moments ago, uh, Bernard Rahman, the tackle out of Central They're going to be extremely tall and long. Like Matt Ryan's going to have maybe the biggest or greatest bump inside. Radius. He can play all over. Yeah. yeah. I like Alec Pierce a lot. And you heard a lot of buzz about him. He looks him. like you. Moving. Maybe that's why I like him. (laughs) We're in the third round. We're keeping you updated. Minnesota, by the way, leading the Memphis Grizzlies. It is the nightcap here on Visa. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
For someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Zen uh, Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zinn.com at ZYN.com to learn more and to find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. Zinn nicotine pouches are for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. I'm scrolling back down through my Twitter feed to see if I can find uh, the tweet that I put out uh, with the openers on the quarterbacks, Sean, and what their over-unders were. I think I've gone too far. At Caesars, Malik Willis's over-under on draft selection was nine and a half. <laughs> he is still available, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is quite the slide for Malik <laughs> Willis. We have had two quarterbacks selected. What was Kenny Pickett? Uh, his over-under close 16 and a oh, half. You could have just took the over on all four on every top quarter. guys and been good. Every quarterback. You're well, they good. didn't offer it for all of them, but they offered, the top four or five they did, right? Yeah, they offered. Well, here they had, here at Circa, they had Corral, they had Ritter, they had uh, they had the two, you know, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, uh-huh. and, they, and they think, and they had, uh, and they had Hal. They had five. And you took over on all of them. Went five if you over. just if you just went blindly over on all of the quarterbacks, yeah, you were good. Uh, that would be a nice way to uh, to make some cash. That's the way I should have went. Should have. Yeah. We wish we had known that. Should have listened to Sean. I know, right? I tried to tell you. I was like, this. You can see that I'm not a talented group. I, I just did. I wasn't sure that the teams would do the right thing. So, I mean, Desmond Ritter. I I thought. Based off of some buzz, would go late first round. 
and I I just I guess I got I got bamboozled into uh, thinking that would happen. I just think you forgot what you saw in games like Golden State for the majority of those games. Well, and I think why I. So Desmond Ritter uh, got picked 74th to the Atlanta Falcons. About right. So, by the way, if you had him going second, congratulations. That's a winner for you. Um, I don't know why, Sean, I overlooked the fact, the simple fact, the dude's not accurate. Yeah. And and what is the league I tried now? to tell you that. The league is accuracy. Yeah, all and about he, it. And he has a ton of intangibles, right? He's mm-hmm. a good dude. He's a, he's a dad. He's all that stuff. He's a good leader, all that. He hit complete passes regularly at a, like a 70% clip now in this league. It's, it's going to be troublesome. Why do you think we're at pick 80? Greg Dulcich, uh, the tight end from UCLA, who's actually, I like him. He's a pretty good player. Yeah, some people thought he might actually be the first tight end, ahead, even ahead of the guy McBride from Colorado Eric, State. Eric Eager on uh, Friday's show said he was worth a flyer to yeah. take him. I think it was like plus 400 or something like that. Uh, but he did not. McBride did go first. I, I, I'm this game get... crushed my soul. <laughs> UCLA, LSU? Yes. I mean, crushed my soul. <laughs> you had, oh, you had LSU big. Oh, big. <laughs> I mean, big. <laughs> this, this game crushed my <sighs> soul. It crushed uh, Ed Orgeron's soul, too, because he realized he was probably going to get fired. Um, so Dulcich goes to the Denver Broncos. Was that their first pick? I forget how many picks they traded away for Russell Wilson. I, I'll get who they have, but uh, just before we circle back to this, why do you think, here we are at 80, or now 81. Mm-hmm. I know that Malik Willis had some inconsistencies and some questions, but like, this far seems pretty crazy, Sean. Really? I mean, I, you didn't, I mean, you had him graded, He was what? sacked 51 times last year. That is the most of any quarterback in the NCAA. Think about that for a second. It's not like Liberty's playing in the SEC. That's true. Played a couple SEC teams, but I hear you. You know, he's never thrown for 30 touchdowns as a college player. He's never thrown for 3,000 yards in a season as a college quarterback. Just to put that into context, there are 18 quarterbacks in 2021 alone that threw for more than 27 touchdowns. There were 34 in 2021 alone that threw for 3,000-plus yards. So what you're talking about is, and then I think he was uh, like third or fourth in interceptions. So you're talking about a guy that's a true project. Mm-hmm. And teams, I just, I guess they're getting to the point where they're smartening up. They're not using top draft picks on projects. Now, he's a great human being from everything that I've been told, everything that we know. So he will eventually get selected somewhere. And this is the perfect situation for him. He was not ready to be a first-round pick and have the expectations of that organization attached to his early performance in his career. This is perfect. He can go somewhere. He'll sit on the bench for two years probably, learn the system, get better, make a couple dollars, and then when it's time for him to play, he actually will have a fighting chance to be successful. So just looking ahead now, the Falcons are about to make their pick. They already took Ritter, right? Yeah, so that that's off the board. The Eagles are next. They have Jalen Hurts. That's not happening. The Steelers have already picked Desmond Ritter. By the way, I have still a live ticket on Malik Willis to the Steelers. So come on, Steelers. Come on, baby. Why not pick Desmond Ritter? Get a little competition there between the rookies. 
<laughs> I actually like this kid. D'Angelo Malone, he's a little undersized. Western Kentucky yeah. edge rusher, D'Angelo Malone, the most recent pick, 82nd yeah. to the Atlanta Falcons. I like him. He, he can get to the quarterback. He's a guy, another guy that's a specialist. He's going to come in, kind of play a hybrid position, but definitely be a productive rusher on third down. So, just as, as I want to get back to, I want to try to get your analysis on the quarterback, of all these picks. Up, yes. But, just real quickly, so we've got uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New England, Las Vegas. That's their first pick, so that would be surprising. They're going DB. Arizona. Can you bet that? In, in, can you live bet that? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Raiders are going defensive back. I'm just going to put it down because I want you to hit that. I just want yeah. Raiders. Tennessee at 26 or 90 coming up. That's a possibility, I guess. And that could be a good spot for him. Good organization. Um, you know, no pressure to play right away. And, you know, it, it might fit the narrative. I'm not sure Tennessee's not. Washington at 98. I'm not sure Tennessee's not starting over. I mean, if you're serious about winning a championship, you just don't get rid of A.J. Brown. I mean, A.J. Brown's a dude. It's funny. It's funny the differences of you had A.J. Brown go to the Eagles for a first-round pick, and then the Ravens traded Hollywood Brown for a first-round pick. And you just – I mean, I, I know Lamar Jackson wasn't happy and he needs more weapons, but, like, he does first-round pick for Hollywood Brown. But they didn't use it on a receiver. That is highway robbery. At least Ryan Tannehill is upset. They're like, hey, we got you another We got you Trey Burks. Right. We got you Traylon Burks. And then they'll tell you some sob story about, you know, now we can afford to keep your right tackle and your your left guard and, you know, your your parking spot. Quarterbacks don't care about the money. Yeah, your parking spot that's up in the front of the building. Yeah, you can keep that. Uh, Tennessee, by the way, has gone Traylon Burks, Roger McCreary, the corner out of Auburn. Good player. Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Petit Friere, yeah. who was once upon a time a huge recruit. Yeah, I recruited Nicholas out of high school. Yeah, how'd Tampa, that go? Played at Berkeley Prep. I mean, I was competing against Ohio State <laughs> and Alabama. So yeah, I mean, he's a five-star recruit. Yeah. Hey, hey, Nick. It's a beautiful family, by How the you way. Doing? Shout out, congratulations. My mom actually uh, started grad school right after Nicholas left. Oh yeah. For Ohio State, yeah. So she finished. That's up. A, they're like a super. I remember reading about it because I think Notre Dame yeah. was in on him. He's they're like an incredibly well like yeah, educated yeah. red. Yeah, good like, family, really good family. I'm happy for him too. Third good round kid. pick goes to uh, Tennessee. Uh, Nicobe Dean finally coming off the board here as there was a report just uh, not too long ago. So Nicobe Dean is going to go 83 to the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a guy that many believe could have been a first-round pick. He was dropping, and that was a a play that I think I didn't have, but I know a number of people said he's going to go over his prop. I think it was like 30 and a half. He's going to get picked at 83, and the reason is reportedly, Sean, uh, Austin Gale from Pro Football Focus put this out on Twitter, that N'Kobe Dean declined surgery on his shoulder it's now a major concern and a medical red flag. But in the third round at 83, if you have to redshirt a guy like N'Kobe Dean, let's say he has to miss the entire year. That's speculation. I don't know. But let's just say for an assumption. I think N'Kobe Dean at 83, even if he has to redshirt, I would say that's worth it. Uh, the only thing I would get worried is, you know, when you start talking about linebackers and redshirt. Hey, those, there we are. What, hey, hey showing a live show. Do they see you? Yeah, yeah, we're down here. Yeah, down you know. here, downtown. Yeah, right in the corner. Is that a sewer? Is that your hand out the sewer? (laughs) (laughs) I am a Ninja Turtle.
All right, so N'Kobe Dean, the most recent pick. Uh, we will uh, chat with our colleague, good friend, superstar, Stormy Bonatoni, host of My Guys in the Desert. She's going to join us in studio next. It is the Nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN. While we went to break, uh, no quarterback was back. I'm surprised that you're surprised. At 85? Yeah. This is, I mean, come on. I sat here and told you I definitely not first round. I under I understand that, Sean, but you you've got this. I know I'm not surprised. Look, it's pick 85. There have been much crappier quarterbacks that have gone. They're kind of going where they're supposed to go. I and and the, I would say most people though. What you you had what a second round grade on Willis? Uh, th- late second, third, anywhere in there. And, and I want to put context on what I'm saying. I'm not hating. I know you're not. The best thing that ever happened for these guys is that they did not get overdrafted. Now they actually have a chance to succeed because they're going to get stashed away. Nobody's going to talk about them. If the starter's playing bad, it's not going to be like we drafted. uh, It looks like the uh, Tennessee Titans are selecting Malik Willis. Is that what you said, Aaron? Yeah, the the Patriots have just uh, drafted Marcus Jones. He's Don- a baller. Donnie Osmond, by the way. He's uh, probably the best returner in the draft. He is. He's, He's electrified. By the way, the Patriots have had a bad draft. That's a good draft pick. I don't know if they've had a bad draft. Come we'll on. See. They, they drafted the, the... We'll see. Yeah, but... Again, I told you the only thing that makes sense about the strange selection is if they're trying to take some of the pass protection responsibilities off of Mac Jones' plate. And maybe they just felt like the football IQ of that young man was capable of doing it. It just... Now, if, I didn't know if, about reaching for the Baylor receiver. If any, if any other coach does this, it's, you know, think about. I'm trying to think of a good. I mean, think about if Jacksonville made these picks. Right. Like, this is horrible. You know, fireable offense. Oh, it's Belichick. I understand. The guy's won six Super Bowls. He's the greatest coach of all time. I'm not denying that, but he's lost a step on drafting. It, right. If you look at and and Pritch pointed this out last night on the broadcast. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. He has not drafted well recently, so we will see. Uh, but, yeah, Thornton, the Baylor wide receiver. I just, you don't, my only issue with Thornton, show me the NFL receivers that are built like that, that right. have that frame. You just don't see that that often. So you look at, um, you know. He's definitely got potential. and He's got a high ceiling. Just generally that slender build like that, I just, when I'm thinking of who the greatest and, and who the top guys are now, even the ones that aren't super tall are still compact. So I, I use this as a reference point, and he's he's very well-respected dude. But I mentioned him last night. I think 28 of his top 32 went in the first round. Dane Brugler, mm-hmm. did a ton of work, right? Puts out this, the, this draft guide called The Beast. He has like 400 players evaluated. He had a third-round grade on Cole Strange mm-hmm. and a fifth-round grade on Thornton. And that was their first and second-round well, pick. Well, again... Sometimes you're put in the position by other things that happen. And because Linderbaum went earlier, maybe Linderbaum was the guy that New England had. Circled. Probably did. But and then don't trade back. 
They trade it back. I mean, sometimes you trade back and you know it doesn't play out like you maybe, expected to. But uh, they just drafted. Mark. I'm not advocating or and but, are backing the however, Patriots. They're terrible drafters. But to this, to to all of this, this long-winded, you know, hey, the Patriots have drafted poorly. We think so far. I agree with you. Marcus Jones is a good pick. Oh yeah, at, in the third round here, he's what they need. Juice. Like when you watch a Patriots game, there's no juice. And by juice, I mean explosiveness, like a guy that's electric when he gets the ball. It's almost like this is a mid-'90s football team. And so he he brings juice, and that's what they need. And two kick returns, two punt returns for a touchdown. Yeah. This year. You should see the one versus SMU that this won the year. game. Pretty, pretty impressive. So uh, let's get to the news right now. The Tennessee Titans have traded up to pick 86 and they will select Malik Willis. And I like this spot. I like People this situation. People are going to forever regret not selecting Sam Howell. Now I think it's just. Sam Howell going to go somewhere and win the job. You know where he should go. You know what? You know what? You know who's lurking in the wings right now? Carolina's not too far off. I know. Now they have to wait till like. Tomorrow. So at some point, at some point, do they trade back in at the end of the third to get Sam Howell? I would. I mean, I'm looking at the trade chart. I would have taken him in at six. Well, that. So Carolina. All right. Let, I don't have to talk about Carolina right now. Let's talk about Malik Willis. Malik Willis is going to Tennessee, 86th overall pick. And I feel like this is a good spot, good landing spot for him, right? Terrible spot. Why? There's no creativity there. I mean, well, personnel a lot of the times, two tight ends, two wide outs. It's Derrick Henry left, Derrick Henry right. You know, It's not going to be that forever, though. I would uh, just say this. It's the third round. There's no pressure on him to come in and win the job. Oh, he could try to win not. the yeah, job. But wherever he was selected, I'm just talking about scheme and fit. Like, they make the majority of their plays off of play action when the run game is effective or some gimmicky screens or something. So maybe it fits. Maybe it does. So Malik Willis has finally been selected. Uh, they're showing him right now. Uh, you can see. Is that here at Circa? Uh, I don't know where he is. I believe he's uh, still in Las Vegas. He, it says Las Vegas. He was invited. Uh, he was on the red carpet last night. Fam Cam, Malik Willis, Las Vegas, Nevada. It doesn't say where. Yeah, so uh, the Tennessee Titans have selected Malik Willis. The slide is over. For the uh, the once thought of first round pick, you can see uh, getting pretty emotional as uh, as the news finally comes in. Thought to be a first round pick, <clears throat> mocked and most to be a first round pick, and the Tennessee Titans, some believed at twenty six, would be a landing spot for a quarterback. Whether it had been you know Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or Desmond Ritter, some people believed, and ultimately the Tennessee Titans they traded away AJ Brown. And they got Traylon Burks in the first round. They got Roger McCreary from Auburn, Nicholas Petit Friere, the tackle from Ohio State. And now, with the 22nd pick in the third round, they have selected Liberty quarterback Malik Willis. So we have our third quarterback off the board. It is Malik Willis. And uh, he goes to the Tennessee Titans. We showed a graphic about five to one odds for him to land uh, with the Tennessee Titans. 
And uh, so we'll see where who the next quarterback is, whether it's Sam Howell or Matt Corral. I mean, that, that those are the next two. Do we see them go in the third round? Once again, no quarterbacks in the second round. Desmond Ritter went 74 to the Atlanta Falcons, and now Malik Willis goes 86 to the Tennessee Titans. But uh, you don't like the fit. You just don't like the the creative. The I don't love it. Creativity of. I Tennessee. don't love it, and, and and here's why. Tennessee's not a volume passing game. In order for Tennessee's passing game, they have to be efficient because they're not throwing the ball a whole lot. So you take a kid whose greatest deficiency is his lack of accuracy and put him in a scenario and situation where they don't throw it a lot, I mean, you force him to be super efficient or he's going to fail. Now, I'm glad he got drafted because I can just imagine. Oh. I mean, by the, the, the third round would have ended. I mean, I mean the, hey. the anger. So I want to host a radio show in 23 years with Malik Willis, and I want to ask him, like I asked you, about these quarterbacks. Now, there were less quarterbacks that went in front of him than you because oh, yeah. you had, uh, what, five? Well, he's going to get his shot. I mean, he's going somewhere. Uh, Tannehill is the established starter in Tennessee, but he's not beloved. No. You know, um, we'll see. Can they come up with a package that works to maybe, you know, get him some some repetitions in the regular season? You know, uh, is Tannehill a good mentor? You know, that's a big part of this, too. Is Tannehill a guy that can teach Malik Willis the things he needs to know, and is he willing? It's a lot of... You know, aspects. I'm doing math right now. I'm trying to figure out. You know, they're going to play into his success. I'm trying to figure out uh, what Carolina would need to do to get up into the third round. Where did they pick in the fourth? 137. We're at 87. 87. They got a lot. It it would cost a lot. It would cost a couple picks. But, and, you know, you're a a franchise that kind of needs people uh, to, to come on in. So the uh, most recent pick is in Arizona goes with Cameron Thomas, the edge rusher uh, out of San, uh, San Diego State. So that is the 87th pick. Uh, so Malik Willis, the third quarterback off the board. Um, immediately, mm-hmm. does how long does it take for Malik Willis to get comfortable? Do they... You mentioned lack of creativity. Do they put in a package no, with Malik Willis? No, no, you don't create packages for borderline fourth-round picks. So how comfortable, how long it takes, it's up to him. You know, here's the deal when you become a professional athlete, Tim. You don't have anything else to do. That's your job. He's not married. He doesn't have kids. So it's what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the investment in time? Like, and when you're there, are you maximizing the time being there? Because some guys are just hanging around the building because they like being around the building. They're really not doing anything. And then some guys are really being there getting it done. Take a look back at some of the biggest names that have gone so far today. Those early second-round picks who are some instant impacts. Man, Emmett Smith looking sharp coming out, making the Cowboys selection. It's the nightcap here on Visa. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here for only 59 bucks. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. For the next few months, they're going to be filled. with Best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have... NFL preseason coverage, as well as best bets and premium articles with golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and sure Sean's fired up the Kentucky Derby next week. If you want full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the use of the betting tools, 
in our live video stream whenever you want. Only 59 bucks through July 31st. Beeson.com slash spring. Look at this, Marcus Allen, Sean, and Wayne Newton. Look at that. <laughs> what, a, what a conversation they were having. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Raiders are finally on the clock. We will see. Sean King is correct. His prediction was a defensive back to be the I first I changed pick. my mind. <laughs> yeah, I changed my mind. Yeah, I think I'm going to go O-line. Oh, he's going to go O-line. Yeah. He didn't get tipped off by by uh, Aaron in the back. The draft is all about tips. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. It is all about tips. You're How many right. times you change your mind? Well, once I made the ticket, I couldn't change my mind. Yeah, I but to... you could go and get one that was accurate and correct. Think I... about when we first got the Stingley to the Texans at three move. If we'd have just locked in that number. I did. I got a plus 450. Yeah, I know. See, it's, not, it's not Mitch Moss, though. Mitch Moss. Shout out to our guy, Mitch. Won 10 grand. Really? Yeah. Nice. Mitch Moss, 100 to 1 <laughs> hit on Derek Stingley to be the third overall pick. He told the story earlier this morning. Uh, he did it about a month ago and uh, was able to hit that. So well Sweet. done, Mitch. Great hit. Who had it out there a month ago? I don't know. Uh, Dylan Parham, guard from Memphis. Yeah, the selection from the Las Vegas Raiders. Very underwhelming pick. Uh, Minnesota. Ooh. Minnesota, I Ooh. knew I should have made that bet. Oh, Ooh. I knew I should have made that bet. We'll get to that in just a sec. Ooh. Minnesota and Memphis. I will say I kind of don't like that Twitter beats this broadcast. But I, I don't either. Because like Especially I got, like Aaron's, I got I, like, Aaron's going in our ear. Yeah, and I'm like, telling I, us who's next. And I'm it's like, like, wait, they haven't picked Ooh. in three picks. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to what Aaron told us here in just a second. But uh, Minnesota leading Memphis, by the way, 69-63. Minnesota closed as a... Two-point home dog to the Memphis Grizzlies in a closeout game if Memphis can get it done. But let's get to the news that Aaron just told us in our ears, which is Sean's second-rated running back. God White will be the selection at 91 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are getting your second-best running back what do you think about this fit? I love it. I may or may not have just texted Coach McNair and tell him I had White Raiders my second back. Way to go, and they needed that. Like, they're another team that needed juice. Like, I like Leonard Fournette. He's solid. I like Ronald Jones, even though he can't really stay healthy. You know, but they needed juice in that backfield. They needed somebody when Brady handed the ball off that could make people miss, that could explode through the hole. A guy on third down not just can catch the ball, but – you know, live in the yak, you know, and I think that's what White gives them. So I, I like this pick for the Bucks. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here with pick number 91 are going to go with running back out of Arizona State, Rashad White. And when we broke down all the positions, uh, this was one of the most surprising uh, results. Christian Watson being your fourth best receiver was a little surprising. Then when I started to do a little more digging, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> this one was stunning, but then, you know, you broke what, it he down. Go third? Uh, he is Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, and I think he's the third. James Cook also went. Okay. He'll be the fourth. And Spiller went too, right? Did Spiller go yet? I think I don't Spiller think, did. No, Spiller oh, okay. hasn't gone yet. So he's, he went fourth. So. I mean, that's that's oh. a pretty great call by you. Yeah, man. I kind of know what I'm looking at. Yeah, you kind of do. Uh, I'm, I'm, and I just dabble in football. You know what's funny? Like, though? hockey's my real deal. That you is know? true. Puck Shadamas is a thing. You know what's funny, Sean, is that Sir, uh, was it Westgate. Westgate had a 
prop, mm-hmm. a head-to-head, Rashad White versus Pierre Strong. Yep. It opened as a pick'em. Pierre Strong's the running back out of South Dakota State. He got a lot of buzz, super fast. Um, opened out as a pick'em, and then flipped at least the last I checked to Pierre Strong. I was about to fire on it, and I really didn't get your stamp of approval because yeah. you know you were like eh, Pierre Strong. <laughs> I could you could see why yeah. people would be intrigued by Pierre Strong, uh, but. You like this pick. This is a great yeah, good pick. I love it. I love it. I think it's a great fit. Uh, I think he's going to a tremendous situation. By the way, did you uh, see Bruce Arians in the war room? Yeah. He's a consultant. <laughs> just retired coach just chilling there. That's, I wish, not, that's not odd, though. I wish I what would have made it better seeing Bruce Arians in the war room there was if he had like a beer in his hand. Like just like chilling straight up retirement. He's not really a beer guy. He's more of a bourbon, scotch, whiskey. So Tampa Bay when this pick becomes official here in just a moment, uh, their three picks will be Logan Hall, mm-hmm. the defensive lineman from Houston, yep. who had some first-round buzz. Mm-hmm. Then they got the guard out of uh, Central Michigan, Luke Gadecki. You know nothing about him. And now they're going to go Pierre Strong. But they need Oh, not Pierre Strong. Excuse me. Rashad White. I beg but your they pardon. Needed, they needed an interior lineman. Right. Uh, they traded for Shaq Mason, but they still needed another one. So how would you say, did you, how much, how much tape did you see of Logan Hall? Oh, he's a baller. Yeah. Yeah, he's talented. Um, he kind of was hid behind the uh, the first-round pick Houston had last year. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, I'll look that up. But By the way, I'm sweating the Rockies, too, guys. I have the Rockies run line for quite a bit of change. And now they have second and third top of the seventh. It's a 5-1 game. Well, I can afford a little bleeding, but not too much. Pulling for you? Yeah. What was your other two legs? So I had the Mets. Who threw a no-hitter. Yes, they won 159 pitches. And the Padres run line. They won 7-3. All I'm waiting on, I need eight outs not to give up more than two runs. And announcing the 91st pick is not Sean King. It is uh, the NFL chief football administrative officer. Yeah. God White, there it is. I think they're, mad. they're still mad at me because I, I criticize uh, – Coach's play call in the Rams game. Look at where's the coach that you just texted? And uh, said, where's Coach McNair at? <laughs> now, I don't see. I didn't see any of the position coaches in there. To be honest, so Rashad White, the fourth running like back off the board, Sean's second best running back. When we broke down all our running backs, number one was Brees Hall. Yeah, look at the balance. He did go one. The explosiveness, like this is what Tampa needed, and he's still relatively new playing the position. He's converted wide receiver. Now we'll see. You had uh, you had your guy Jerome Ford pretty highly too. He'll probably. I be think a- Jerome's a specialist. I think he's a guy that he has an elite attribute. It's called speed. And uh, so let me ask you this real quickly. So the 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 running backs that have gone today have actually gone to weird, kind of odd fits. The Jets picked Brees Hall. Makes sense. And Michael Carter was. I'm not their a huge Michael. Round. I'm not a huge Michael Carter fan. And he's smaller than Brees Hall. Brees Hall is a bigger back. Probably allows Michael Carter to do what he probably is going to be best at. Is like a second, third down back. guy. No, because Brees is great. On yeah, third he's, down. yeah, that's right. He's great. But just like a, a change of pace guy, you know, where he's only getting maybe eight to ten carries a game, and Brees is getting the twenty plus. All right, so we have, uh, <clears throat> and then the Seahawks selected Kenneth Walker, and they've got about forty three running backs on their roster. None of significance though, Carson. Yep. Probably the only one, and he's been banged up. So 
That, that pick makes sense. The reason I bring it up, Sean, is do you think that Rashad White with Leonard Fournette, Gio Bernard, Keyshawn Vaughn, does he get enough touches to potentially be in rookie of the year world? Because the fascinating part is, as of right now, things obviously can change. Mm-hmm. No quarterbacks expected to start. We've only had three quarterbacks selected. Right. Uh, Desmond Ritter, I guess, could beat out Mariota. It's not like they have much invested in him. Uh, they have, you know, Malik Willis is going to Tennessee. That's not happening. And Kenny Pickett's going to Pittsburgh. I guess Kenny Pickett could start. Um, so. I'd say this, Tim. Last year, it was his, Jamar. Last year, of course, it was Jamar Chase. His playing time is going to be attached to how fast he adapts to pass protection. Rashad, Rashad White. White. Okay. So you won't be able to know that. Does Brady trust Leonard Fournette from a pass protection standpoint to be in the right place to understand the, the adjustment? So that'll that'll dictate how much Rashad White plays early. All right. We, we got need outs in Colorado, guys. need outs in Colorado. It is, uh, I believe, a, a five-point game Minnesota with the lead. We'll have the crew coming in. And Perrion uh, Davis-Price going to the 49ers, LSU running back. It is the nightcap here on Visa. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.